As storytellers and dreamers, there is always magic to discover. Once upon a time, a Las Vegas showgirl and a comedian magician figured out that even with different perspectives, our adventures and experiences together are really just one big caper. Welcome back to One Big Caper. If you are joining us for the first time, this is an unscripted kind of willy-nilly thing. We do have prompts with some of these things. This episode is special. Why is it special? Because it's our first anniversary. We have been doing this silliness for a year. Yeah. This is episode 30. Yeah, so there's plenty to, to catch up on. You will see mild improvements in the quality of this broadcast as... Uh, Budgetary boosts allow upgrades in audio quality and a custom, one of a kind, hours and hours alone theme song. Yeah, that's lovely. That was big. Uh, I love was it. A big turning point in the uh, the slow build of one big caper. Do you remember which episode we released that? It was like in June, I think. We did it quietly. We had yeah. different opening music for a while and that uh -huh. was uh, uh royalty free kind of free. available to a lot of people you might hear it on another podcast yeah. of music and we were able to hire a musician in spain to create the one big caper podcast theme music and it it met all of our requests it was it was wonderful uh, yeah. uh one person and i i'm not sure i'm at liberty to, to say his name, but uh, he created that music within a couple of days. While he was making an album, it was a way for him to kind of take a break from the studio work he was doing for his album what? and create for us. Huh. Yeah. And he had just gotten over some kind of sickness, I think, is what you had told me. Well, yeah, this, this was, uh, was slightly delayed. Right after, you know, this is in Spain, mind you, but uh, this was right after... Uh, global events kind of started to calm down uh, at the beginning of this year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is 2022. Yes. We're talking. So we're proud of that music and we're pleased that we have some audio improvements. I hope you can, you can tell for our friends who can hear. Uh, this podcast is available as both a podcast and a video cast, a video podcast. What do we call that? Uh, uh, video product on YouTube. So you can see our <laughs> smiling faces if you do so choose. And then our dramatic, or my dramatic. The eye rolling is kind of missing from the audio only version, I'm sure. Eye rolls? I can, you can probably hear the eye rolls. The, they're kind of dramatic. They happen once in a while. So uh, if you are just joining us, I suppose I will reintroduce us. We are both uh, show folks. We spent our entire adult lives in show business. That is how we met. And this, uh, we are a romantic couple. So this is about how we navigate life as show people and a couple. Our adventures. Our adventures. Capers. Capers. Well, there's only one. <laughs> one big <Right>? one. <laughs> yeah. How would you like to treat this episode? This is kind of a celebration. I didn't yes. even dress for the occasion. I'm, Why not? You uh, knew what goodness. we were recording. How embarrassing. At least you shaved. I did. Yeah. Yeah. 
these two shaved. Um, so for my Showgirls Life podcast, I did a crazy to do where I did a, a live stream and I made a whole chart of stats, like how many times the podcast had been downloaded and number of guests I had. And I, I can't remember. There's like a whole infographic I made and a whole slideshow presentation I, I presented live in full showgirl costume. And I had a That's production right. team. Yep. I had Felix. And I don't remember what you were doing. Maybe you were just manning the Facebook. Ara was manning. The youngest was manning the Facebook uh, comments. The oldest was manning OBS. And mm -hmm. you were doing something else. Maybe just. Probably tech. and tech. I was on camera with you, you were... too. But... No, you weren't. Wasn't I for part of it? No. <laughs> oh. He's thinking of a different live stream. No, anyway. We've a lot of silly projects. Actually, the, the, the global events really inspired a lot of these, yeah. these products or projects because what else are you going to do when you're locked in a house together? <laughs> you kind of do fun stuff, of course. Hello. <laughs> we always do. Uh, so I did that for Showgirls Life, and I was like, what if we did a live recording in person? And Felix said, I reigned on that parade, citing the fact that Showgirls Life was treated to considerably more marketing efforts and thereby broadcast to a larger audience. And we have, uh, at this time, a very intimate and small audience for whom we are grateful. So thank you for thank you. for paying attention to us and playing with us and giving us prompts. This is uh, something we hope becomes uh, even more interactive and uh, we get to continue discussions in comment threads under the video or uh, you can email us and we love to read that stuff yeah so he ran on my parade and then i decided since it's episode 30 and episode 20 was a pivotal moment episode i figured we could do a big pivotal moment for episode 30 and the anniversary of one big keeper okay yeah okay and i think the last recorded pivotal moment that we have, I, uh, you started. So I think it's my turn to start. I think it is. Do you have one? I often make these things up on the spot. I don't make it up. It's all truthful. I just, uh, uh, I'm directed one way or another. Okay. Maybe I should have talked with him about this first. <laughs> okay. So my pivotal moment... I chose mostly because of events that I've just been noticing of the year of 2022. Okay. And uh, people's behavior and themes that I'm seeing with people I interact with daily or once. And uh, so... This one is kind of a downer. I think he poo-pooed this one for our last recording, but I decided that I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> so Without... it's up to me to lift things back up. Yep, when done. that's right. Great. Okay, you ready? All right, so here's my pivotal moment. I have been married twice in my life, and we are not married. We are just committed partners. And this pivotal moment is about when I made the decision to separate from my last husband. 
it's not necessarily about the separation, more about what I learned from the separation that my pivotal moment is about. Okay. So that man is the father of my children. And I had this like cookie cutter, perfect life that looked perfect on the outside. Like everyone was very shocked when we made announcements quietly that we were separating. And the point of all of this, <laughs> gosh, I don't even know if I'm articulating this very well, but I was terrified to end that relationship because we'd been together for almost 10 years and I'd already been divorced once and it was really not fun. And this time there were children involved. So I was scared, scared. Luckily, I was, uh, I was doing yoga. I was meditating. I had a therapist who was on board with all of my self-care practices and spiritual path. And I came to a realization one day that it's okay to make a change. Like it's okay to make a decision that affects so many people, affected at least three of us, plus everyone in our circle. And we got through it. Now we're, we're friends and we go with each other to our children's things. We have birthday parties and celebrations with each other, with our partners. And somehow we managed to unravel the life we built without too much problem. But the reason I bring that up is because I see a lot of people who are afraid of change like that, like afraid of, even if they are miserable, even if they can't even get out of the bed, out of bed in the morning because they can't, they don't want to live the life they're living and they've chosen and created for themselves, that they're actually like, you can do it. It's a mindset shift. It took, I think, a year of therapy for me to make the decision that was, it was pretty much inevitable the day that I walked into that therapy, that first therapy session. So I've just been noticing a lot of people around me, they're really unhappy and they just, they just stay. And I think that's old paradigm. Like you just, you stay even if you are miserable. You know what I mean? And this doesn't even have to be a relationship. It could be a job, which <laughs> I'm guilty of that one again uh, in, a, in a job I, I hate. And then, you know, going to there every day is it's like pulling teeth. <laughs> um, but I'm just telling this in case you have a decision you need to make or uh, a change you need to make in your life and that it's possible and you'll get through it and you'll come out stronger and more wise in the end. So that's my downer story. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're not going to believe this. Uh-oh. <laughs> We have proven time and again that we um, share whatever you want to call it, a vibration or whatever, um, but uh, my story is exactly on that point and <laughs> exactly on that. 
and I th was thinking about this yesterday, so it's not something that I'm riffing off of uh, to arrive at. It's it's what I was thinking about um, even last night before I went to bed. I was like, okay, we have a pivotal moment to describe what was a big, major, pivotal moment. And uh, I wanted now th there will be an upside to this one, a, a little a little less heavy, but uh, maybe in in ways equally as heavy. I also was uh, married twice we share that and my second one uh, after uh, therapy after couples therapy it became very evident to me that uh, uh, it was like a talking head song this is not my beautiful house <laughs> uh, I was done yeah and I, I spent I think about a year mourning the end of, of that relationship. But I realized that this was a relationship between two people who were both unhappy. Yeah. Uh, one of whom was especially miserable, but uh, <laughs> that was kind of a, a, a wedge, if you will. Um, so uh, by the time it came to make an announcement or, or you know, begin the separation process or whatever, uh, I had already gone through the process, the heavy, like, emotional process of of reconciling that this was not going to work. This is done. It's uh, it's irrecoverable. It's done. And uh, I didn't have a whole lot of light. Athena and I were friends at this time. We, we did not start as a romantic couple. And uh, there were a couple of things that Athena said to me that I think were, were very important uh, and I know they were very were very important, and one of those things was said to me before we even entertained uh, the idea of being a Roman or real, realized that we had a connection like that. Um, uh, I was told by Athena that uh, my happiness was nobody else's responsibility, and for that matter, I'm not responsible for anyone else's happiness. Uh, and you can file that wherever it fits for you, but. Uh, um, as, as you consider that notion, it becomes deeper and deeper and deeper. And I realized that I was put in the position of the responsibility of someone else's happiness. And I had to, I had, it made it easier for me to just keep that reconciliation that this was, was done and, and to leave. Um, and, and to struggle however hard I had to, to, uh, get my own place and and I moved myself by myself and if you knew how much stuff I have you would laugh at that um, but but it was done and and so I was grateful and and, um, and that may have contributed to how much I adore Athena uh, just that that little bit of advice that I that I needed at the time um, but uh, it's something that comes up in our conversations with each other all the time. It's something that we're trying to pass on to the children. Um, uh, it's, it's very important. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to reinsert my eyelashes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Woo! Sorry. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That was um, supposed to be kind of a happy thing. It was thing. supposed <laughs> to be a happy thing that I'm not responsible for your happiness and you're not responsible for mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love this caper that we're on. Jeez. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much the point. Like for my, my story as well is that I, you know, I came to the 
conclusion that I wasn't responsible for anyone else's happiness, just my own. And that's why I had to make the change because mm -hmm. I was miserable. I was numb. I was, I was not the light that I am today. I, I was not shining my light from within. It was being dampened day by day from living an expectation or an obligation. And I think that, you know, we both have been through those big things. Anyone who's ever been divorced has been through that. And it's scary to, to think like, I have to do this for whatever reasons. Sometimes it's more, it's worse. It's like a, a physical or uh, a physical well-being situation where you're afraid for your life. I know a few people that have had that experience or are living that experience right now, which is really sad. Um, but, you know, it's, it's been striking me a lot in the last couple months, like, people don't realize that they actually have a choice. And that's what all of these pivotal moments that we're doing are about. It's about a choice we had to make. You know, we had to make a choice. There was a fork in the road and it was like the red pill or the blue pill, which way are you going to go? And I think it's like, you know, the matrix, you either are going to stay asleep and unconscious and go further into unconsciousness, which is what I feared for myself, or you're going to wake up and you're going to live a more fulfilling life, even if the first of it is rocky and scary. It, it can be scary for sure. It's uh, not easy. It's, you know, you certainly don't want somebody to get hurt, but the amount of damage that can be done by staying together can very often eclipse the amount of damage that can happen when you say this, this isn't working. Right. Yeah. So I think the divorce rate in this country is an indication that it's kind of an outdated concept that you are bound to somebody for, for the rest of your life. Um, we, we've been together for several years and we, you know, it's, it's kind of half joking, but there's some truth in the idea that we always say, okay, well, this is, this is good for now. We'll see what happens. Yep. Um, and we take baby steps. I think that kind of <laughs> keeps us strong in some way. Maybe it uh, is a notion that keeps us working on, on our relationship and, yeah. and, and uh, recommitting every day and understanding that we recommit every day. For sure. For sure. <laughs> is there more on this? There is more on this. Oh, there's plenty more. We'll probably make an episode out of this, but uh, those uh, were ironically the same. We did not have any discussion that we were going to come up with the same story. Uh, but he poo-pooed he poo -pooed this, my particular <laughs> pivotal moment, like the last recording or the recording before that for, yeah, because I... I didn't want to bring everyone down. Well, I thought, okay, if this but... is number 30 and a celebration of having put together a year's worth of content, uh, that it, the podcast is about us. And I really felt like, okay, what's, what's a pivotal moment in our us? And that was, that was a big one. It really was. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, his was. Mine was more about you can change your life. Yeah. By the way, uh, he is still a big part of the children's lives. Uh, he's a part of our lives. He's mm -hmm. a friend of mine. Uh, so be aware that that can happen too. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to live by the 
toxic patriarchal standards that have been set forth. Territory and possession, possession and yeah. competition yep. and yep. all of that. We don't have totally to live by that. We can choose to live with grace. And yeah. so that's what we choose, you know. And the girls, they have friends who have recently found out parents are getting divorced and I'm afraid for them because of the age they're at, they're teenagers. And that can be very difficult, but uh, having a friend like your girls mm -hmm. uh, is a great resource because right. they are seeing modeled very healthy adult relationships. And, and, yeah. uh, uh, and two of them, you know, they kind of have two bonus grownups <laughs> in their lives now. And uh, so they can, they can help that other yeah. person kind of navigate that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we, we went to the, the show, the art show, and you introduced yourself as her bonus adult. Bonus grown-up. Bonus grown-up. <laughs> yep. Is that what you said? Bonus yeah. grown-up. <laughs> they don't call him dad. No. They call him Felix. Like, I don't expect them to ever call I'm him dad. I'm their Felix. I yeah. would say I'm your Felix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, this, I thought that was a good thing to talk about since this is coming out on the 31st of 2022 and we get to start a new year tomorrow a new calendar year and like i said if you if you have a change that has been knocking at your door <laughs> banging it down knocking down the walls it's okay you can you can handle it and uh so yeah, I think that's, for, yeah, that's a good way. To thanks for spending time with us. So we got a little heavy with this one, but it's been a fun year of creating these things and we can, we intend to continue. Uh, we definitely want your um, support and, and, and just get a hold of us, reach us any old time yeah. at hello at onebigcaper.com. And uh, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, we have our first six months next year already mapped out so we can always shift some stuff around sure we'd love to hear what you we want to hear us talk about yep absolutely thanks for listening and watching thank you we can't keep doing this without you give us just a little bit of your time by subscribing sharing rating or talking about one big caper with someone else we truly appreciate your support we want to hear your stories visit onebigcaper.com to get to know us even more this episode of one big caper was published in 2022 all rights to broadcast in whole or in part are the property of gazellus productions llc That's what I planned on doing. You're, you're planning on making me cry? No, I didn't know.